Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's hour one on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. Seton's here. Fritzy's here. Marvin, Paulie, yours truly. Operator Tyler standing by. Take your phone calls. Backroom guys ready to go as well. By the way, sign up for the newsletter. We will have an announcement about Moonshine probably next week. If you're on the newsletter, you'll uh, get that information before anybody else does. I just saw the uh, new bottle of Tailgate Moonshine. Paulie's got it right there. It's gorge. It is. It kind of reminds me of uh, like Minnesota's football uniforms, which are awesome, by the way. The, the University of Minnesota. The University of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah the, the great color combination. Very autumnal, Dan. Okay. Well, that's what it was meant to be, autumnal. And uh, so it's pumpkin maple moonshine. What would you call me? I called you pumpkin. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Had baseball yesterday and last night. Rangers over the Rays. Twins beat the Blue Jays. Diamondbacks over the Brewers. Phillies over the Marlins. Now, we got caught up in the pitch clock, and we are always looking and seeing how long a game lasts. Regular season, postseason, how long are the games going to be? So the obsession continues here. If uh, you were curious, how long did those games go yesterday? Well, the Twins... Two hours and 40 minutes. The Rangers raise 241. Phillies Marlins, 246. Uh, damn those Diamondbacks and Brewers. They went three and a half hours. So three or four games under three hours. You had a lot of offense in the Diamondbacks and Brewers, or at least the potential for a lot of offense with base runners. The wild cards last year, three of the four games went over three hours. Uh, the wild card games, three of the four under three hours this year, if that matters to you. I think it's a win. I think baseball is doing some positive things. And uh, I don't think this commissioner will get credit, but this might be his legacy, the pitch clock and what it meant for the game and speeding up the game, because then it's going to get to the point where you're just going to play quicker, faster. You're going to get in the box. You're going to deliver the pitch. It's just going to be, that'll be the norm. That's the new norm. But you almost, you have to reprogram these baseball players. But watching yesterday and last night, there's a lot of storylines here. And uh, attendance is up. Although, watching the uh, Tampa Bay Rays last night. And maybe attendance is up for them, but that would be down for any other team that was in the postseason. And I know that they have the framework for a $1.3 billion stadium. 
if you build it, will they come? That would be my big question with Tampa Bay. Now, I, I've been to St. Petersburg. I get it. People talk about you don't want to go there. You find out when you're playing, probably Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, that there's going to be a game, a, a Tuesday afternoon game. I understand that. But you win 100 games. You should be embracing, celebrating. And I hope the ballpark is more like the Marlins from the standpoint of maybe 30,000 there. Like You go to Fenway. I don't think anybody goes there and goes, you know, how many people are in here? You're just like, it's a packed house. I mean, it could be, what, 33,000 maybe they've added, uh, you know, with uh, above the monster in right field. Uh, there's uh, extra seats there as well. But you just go, and the environment is great. Now, they have great baseball, but you have a stadium. When I would go to the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan, and they'd basically black out the whole top part of it. You know, certain stadiums where you walk in and you go, ooh, that doesn't look good. Like Oakland. Yeah. Yeah, where you're going, oh. But, you know, if you get a smaller ballpark, that feel, like it, it is true, truly a home field advantage. But I would walk into some of these places and then you'd just see, a, you know, a big blanket around the top of it and be like, uh, mm. Maybe they are you know, a bit off more than they could chew. Like, we wanted these grand stadiums. Okay, the big house, you can put 100,000 in that. But, you know, that's six games you got to put 100,000 in there. You can do that. But some of these other stadiums, a baseball stadium, and you're going to have 80-plus games, um, make, it, make it nicer, uh, quaint. The friendly confines. Yes, Paulie. The Tampa Rays, how much should we ding their fans for no showing yesterday? They, they're always in the playoffs. They're always a competitive team the past five years. Mm -hmm. Their attendance for the regular season was up. Like, I think uh, I got them up 12 or 13% this year, regular season attendance. Do you just say it's an anomaly because the game was short notice early afternoon on a Tuesday? Okay, but where were they with their attendance? Because you, you can have... Bad attendance, you can get a little better, and that's an increase. But yes. The, okay, two, 2022, which is still COVID spillover year, 1.1 million people showed up. This year, 1.45 million people mm -hmm. showed up. Mm -hmm. It's a nice jump. Mm -hmm. They've never been known for packing the building. Yes. But, yes, Eden. But I have Tampa as having the smallest ballpark okay. in the league. Okay. So, What's well, an ugly ballpark? It is. Two. So if we're talking about intimacy... Yeah, their you know their stadium is half the size of Dodgers. Yeah, and they're half full of that, so they basically are getting filling about a quarter. Well, yeah, the Dodgers have what over three million in attendance. Dodger Stadium, I think, holds fifty six thousand. Yeah, if that's correct. Yeah. So, well, you know, it's the atmosphere says a lot too. When you go to a game, you know, the experience of going to a game, you know. What are the amenities there? People care about that. Uh, parking, getting in and out. I mean, there's so many things that factor into this. But if you're going to ask the public to cough up, what, $600 million of this $1.3 you know, public's going to want to know, all right, what are the bells and whistles? Yes, Pauline. Nobody's talking about them losing. They had four errors and scored That's no true. runs. That should be the story, <laughs> but nobody's there to watch it. Yeah, the Rays committed four errors in the loss to the Rangers. Most errors in a postseason game since uh, the Yankees had four in game four of the uh, 2019 Rays crowd stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. The Rays crowd of just uh, under 19,000, no, just over 19,000, the smallest for a baseball playoff game in a non-COVID year since, if you said the 1919 World Series, you would be oh, correct. What? Yeah. That was the White Sox and the Reds. Embarrassing. Yes. So, uh, game six. So game seven of the 1919 World Series uh, with the White Sox and the Reds that the, uh, you know, the White Sox threw the uh, World Series, that had uh, 19, less than 19,000. Yes, Mark? Right. Yeah, did people think, oh, you know what? They're throwing it anyway, so let's not even go to the game. <laughs> I don't think they knew it in advance. They got, they got on the Internet and they were like, oh, man, Shoeless Joe, this no, is crazy. No, I don't, I don't think they did. What? 
Yeah. Yes, Paulie. All right. Rangers at Rays today, 3 p.m. Eastern, national TV, ABC. Over, under. If you're the Rays, what would you do today to mitigate the damage from yesterday's lack of attendance? You may not win. That you can't control if you're Rays management. Mm. But could you open the doors? Could you? How about anybody who bought a ticket yesterday gets in for free today? Oh, that's lovely. How about that? So you... You get basically a free playoff ticket because you paid yesterday. Yes. Yes. You. Then do the people who bought a ticket for game two get to get into game three for free or, the, or whatever the next home one is? <laughs> if they happen to uh, need game three. If sure. they need another. Yeah, yeah. But I never understood this because I grew up in Cincinnati and they would give out tickets, not usually to good games, but they would give you tickets if you uh, got straight A's. I, of course, didn't, but I knew people who did. Therefore, we got to go to Riverfront Stadium, and we got to get in free. Well, you can't do that now on short notice but something like this, but I don't know why teams don't do more of that. That you designate 5,000 seats are going to be for this portion of town for straight-A tickets. And then maybe the next month, it's this portion of uh, the city, straight-A tickets. And let them get in, because when you go in, there's parking, concessions, souvenirs, but also your son or daughter gets the experience of seeing a baseball game. And you will go again. And that's so important. I got to go. And then when you go, you want to go again. I was fortunate to have the big red machine, but I think that's really important. Give you a taste of this. Let you go in and experience that. And, and you know, reward the kids who get straight-A tickets. I think that's really important. Yes, Marvin? Are you talking about every team? Because the Dodgers, Red Sox, and the Yankees, they don't need to give out tickets. No, they, then don't do that. But like Pittsburgh or, I mean, go down the list of these teams. Miami, Tampa Bay. If you, if, if you need an audience, then don't be afraid to buy your audience. Bring them in. Let them experience this. Maybe they'll have that memory and they'll, they'll want to come back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you just suggest that owners spend money on fans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be here all week. Okay, but they're losing money, so give them the tickets for free. Nobody's using them. So it's not, all a write-off. Anyway. You're not. You're not losing money. You're making money. Just have a section. Those are the straight A kids there. Yeah, Paul. I think this is discrimination. Those straight A kids already have a lot going on in their life. They're doing well. They probably have a good family life. They're going to a good college. How about C student Tuesdays? Try to perk those kids up. Bring some tutors in to help work with the kids. C's get degrees. C's get degrees. Yeah. And tickets. Yeah. Like, do I want to work my ass off for 364 days for that one year? Mm. But nah, I'm good. Okay. When you got straight A tickets, <laughs> you got tickets, I think, to three or four games. That's a big deal. Nerds. <laughs> well, I, I did, once again, I didn't have the straight A's. Yes, Todd. But what about fan-friendly marketing? I remember growing up, I think it was Delwood was the milk container where they had discounted seats on certain games. Granted, they're not in the lows or the field level, but if you save a couple of ticket stubs or you cut something off the back of the carton for people that can't afford to go to a game, they, you know, you got this reduced rate to something to let fans know you care about having them come. All you want is, if you're a parent, you want something. Like, can I get something? Can you give me a discount on something? Because you price gouge me when I go there. Let these kids go in, and they're going to experience a game or two. And they'll talk about that. You take them to batting practice. You have a certain section. You know, have a drink special. Like something, because you're not making any money off those empty seats. So why not put people in the seats? Yes, So you had the ability to get straight-A tickets growing up and didn't? Um. I didn't have the ability to get straight A tickets. Okay, sorry. You had the opportunity to get straight A tickets. I didn't have the opportunity. And didn't. Yes. Yes. I like the road we're going down. It's like, viva la revolucion against the owners. Like, let's, how about nobody shows up until they pay for their own damn stadiums? (laughs) Well, how about that? that, Why do we have to go buy a $20 beer for the stadium that they, that we also had to pay for and then park at the parking lot that we also had to build? Let's go. (laughs) Up the people. We got two hours and 45 minutes to go. And we're already starting okay. a revolution. Here we go. Let's Who's with it. me? Let's get it. Come Let's on. go. Yeah. Casualty of society. <laughs> Marf so emo. <laughs> uh, I can't wait until Friday. 
It's emo Fridays. I don't want to wait. Yep, I got 14 DMs with suggestions of what to play, and they were all bands I never heard of. And I was like, oh, this isn't, this was, oh, okay. You're tapping into a whole new audience They were like, here. can you play King's English in some song? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. This first hour brought to you by Meguiar's. Grab Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Pre-Wax Prep, the newest member to their hybrid ceramic family. Easy to use. The paint is glossy. The color really pops. Back on the road, Meguiar's Ceramic Made Easy. We'll get to phone calls coming up. And uh, Seton, do you have a poll question today? We have many, many poll questions. Oh. After, After the, the break. break. Well, we'll check in with the Patriots. Bill Belichick has his press conference coming up here probably in about uh, 15 minutes. And we thought we would check in with uh, one of the reporters covering the Patriots, Mike Reese of the Mothership. What's the overall feeling there in New England? You got uh, some bad quarterback play. You got Bill Belichick's future. Is he on the warm seat, a hot seat? Can you bring that up today? Can you be professional, be a reporter, be a journalist, and ask Bill about his future? Robert Griffin, Jr. the third, will join us coming up as well. And we'll talk some baseball with the former Red Sox, Kevin Millar. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll settle on our poll question right after this. LifeLock, October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Right now is the perfect time to protect yourself. Be cyber smart. Take the basic steps to keep you and your family protected from identity theft and scams and other online dangers. Make sure you use a strong password. Set up uh, multi-factor uh, uh, verification on your accounts and recognize and report phishing that might be out there. you got to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Loans taken out in our name or crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. That's where you need LifeLock, detecting you and alerting you to potential identity threats. Help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first-year promo code PATRICK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK. That will get you 25% off. LifeLock will detect and alert you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own. 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? 
I downloaded the Viator app and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, So, fellas, just a heads up. uh, Check your captains. Uh, Anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, and our radio affiliates around the country. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. Part of the nearly 400 cities that carry this program. All right. Fritzy has an issue before we get to our poll question. What is your issue, Tom? So I was watching the Jays-Twins game bouncing around, and um, this was the sound of the final out from Michael Kay, which I thought was very creative. And I have a question off of it, but here's how it sounded. All right. Second, no one holding him. There he goes. And there's a ground ball. Diving stop. Barcelona. And he flips to Duran. They win. 18 is enough. The Twins get a postseason win, and they lead the wild card series one game to nothing. Okay. So the uh, Twins' first postseason win since 2004, they had lost 18 straight playoff games, which led to a thought of a poll question. If a play-by-play announcer scripted possible endings of a game, would you care? Yes, I want it to be natural and on the fly. No accusations here, by the way. No, if it's <laughs> clever enough, I don't mind it being pre-planned. I thought 18 is enough was great. I just wonder, is that something he had in the back of his mind or on an index card, or that just kind of came out? So I wonder how you guys Okay, but it. how many people get a reference of 18 is enough? Because it's eight is enough. True. but uh, it had been And that's men- a 70s and 80s reference that you got, but I'm going to guess most people didn't I think it had right. been mentioned and shown graphics of various things throughout the game to really hit home the fact that this team has lost 18 straight postseason games. Yeah, but you're basing this off eight is enough. And he says 18 is enough. So to me, it's not a good reference. I mean, right. it, it's, it's not even eight is enough. It's 18 is enough. I still think the question is worthwhile as far as pre-planned announcing of, of a call, whether it's an 80s reference or a current reference. Do you well, how would you know if something is scripted or not? I guess you'd have to ask the announcer. I don't know if he planned it an inning earlier or, you know, to start the game. You know, will 18 be enough? And he's saying that before he does the game? I don't know. Like Al Michaels, do you believe in miracles? Yes, we all, he, that just kind of, he just kind of blurred that out. That wasn't something he was planning to say. No. If, if, the, if the third period ended and we won. Yeah, but 18 enough, you know, is enough is not, to me, it's not a good reference because it's, it's you know, from the 80s. It's a TV show in the 80s. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not a magical, boy, I'm going to write that one down and remember that one. Yes, Paul. Michael Kay does this for a living. He does, you know, 100 games or plus every year. He's an expert at finding a little quirk to end a game. My guess is they've been talking about the 18-year streak all day. He probably entered the last inning and goes, oh, here's one. Yeah. And he gave it that much thought because he's an expert at it. Yeah, but I, I mean, for the most part, I, I think that you have an idea of how you would like to end something. But then there's always that possibility. I remember, I, th- I shouldn't say, I remember and then I'm not quite sure. I think it was Jack Buck with the Braves and the Twins. And it might have been uh, Kirby Puckett homering off Charlie Liebrandt. And uh, his line was, as the ball is leaving the ballpark, it's a walk-off home run. And I think it was Jack Buck saying, and we'll see you, you know, tomorrow night. And that was it. Because... That was the home run. There was nothing else really. He didn't have to say anything. It was, 
It's over. We'll see you tomorrow night. And I thought that was, you know, uh, you could do uh, when Jack Buck, didn't he say, you know, St. Louis go crazy when uh, Ozzie Smith hit the home run? Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Yeah, go crazy. Yeah. home run by the Wizard. Yeah. Now, that's not scripted. You know, I, I think in the moment you'll get those, uh, and they're magical. Uh, I remember talking to Charlie Steiner. He was doing uh, baseball play-by-play for ESPN when Mark McGuire was trying to break Roger Maris's record and just how you hope to have something to say. But McGuire hit that home run so fast, you didn't get any chance you know, to throw out any you know, verbal bouquets. But... For the most part, these guys have an idea, command of the language, but Michael K, 18 is enough, didn't do anything for me, didn't mean anything. In fact, I didn't even think of it until you brought it up, but it's a, a dated reference. Yes, Eden. I don't really know that it needs to matter. I, it's not an all-time great moment that people are going to remember forever. I would rather Michael K be have something in his back pocket, like, oh, uh, yeah, heading into the game, oh, 18 is enough. Sure. Is it you know the average baseball fan is probably in their 30s or 40s, so they would know that uh, TV show, mm. May, or maybe maybe at the, the higher end of that. Um, I, it's like it was like a three second thing that at the end of a game that majority of people didn't watch. Yeah, but Todd is singling it out. That's why we're bringing it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. else would have brought it up. No, no. I'm just saying. I'm saying. I, I don't know that it's it's a really big deal. But I, I would rather have if the bigger question is. Would you rather them script the ending of a game or not? I don't. I wouldn't say that just because Michael K had that line in his back pocket that it was scripted. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if he went on and did a thirty-second monologue at the end of the game, I would be like, oh, that's a little weak." But it's just like a quick. What are we arguing about? I didn't think it was a great reference, but if you want to say eighteen is enough, that's fine. That's all. I think it was yeah. about the bigger question of planning on saying something based on a certain scenario going into a game. If this happens to happen, I got. I love this line. I got to make sure I get it in. As opposed to how wonderful that particular call was last night. Yes, Paul. I think Fritzy's taking it a little too far from the standpoint. He thinks that Michael K may have in the fourth inning put that one down on the card and said, "If this happens, go mm-hmm. to this one. This one." That's doubtful. These guys are expert at this, and they can, you know, they generally have a tone of what's going to happen to end the game unless a freak change in that game. He probably just had that in his in his head, and he just popped it out. I know people have said that about Jim Nance at the Masters, that, you know, did he have something scripted when somebody wins at Augusta? I don't know if he did. Maybe he has ideas of if Mickelson wins or this guy wins or Hideki Matsuyama wins. Yes, he Right. If the, the bigger question is, the answers Todd has, yes, I want it to be natural and on the fly. No, if it's clever enough, I don't mind it being pre-planned. 99.9% of what a play-by-play guy does is not pre-planned. It's all on the fly. It's just reacting to what's happening in the game, right? Yeah, I would think. So, yeah, I think I, I would imagine for them it's it's really helpful to have something clever in their back pocket that they could play off of, mm. you know? Mm. Anything else, Todd? This is my fault, by the way. I shouldn't have sent it over to Todd for poll questions. I'm sorry. No, I think we're focusing on the wrong thing. I'm not saying that that's like one of the all-time greatest calls in the history of the world. The question is, if a play-by-play not just scripted the ending of a game, would you care? It wasn't how relevant was it? Are you familiar with eight is enough? How amazing a call was Can that? we get a pitch clock on this? <laughs> Can we, yeah, we do. Hey, here's one from uh, Todd. If you were covering the Patriots, would you have the courage to ask Bill Belichick about his job security? Absolutely or no way. Well, here's the thing. How do you ask that question? Does anybody broach that topic today with Bill Belichick at his press conference? How many years has he coached there with New England? Do we know? Uh, It's been, uh, is it 23? 23 is enough. Yep, 23 is 23rd season. (laughs) That was off the dome. That wasn't scripted. I knew that off the top of my head, by the way. Yeah. And then I channeled Michael Kay, and I said 23, 23 is enough. 23 is enough. That's yeah. the headline? <laughs> that Bill brilliant. out? Brilliant. 23 is enough? <laughs> or you could go 28. Just let him get yeah. five more years, I and know. then 28 is enough. Yeah, 28 is enough. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Paul. Before we get to what would you ask Belichick, I would like to ask, is it fair to even ask him anything about his future in early October? If, if this were Matt Eberflus and the Bears, it's fair to ask him this week. He has earned nothing to not be broached out. But it would be fair to ask Belichick about his future with the team in early October. Is it fair? 
And as a journalist, while you mull that over, ironically, Matt Eberflus's last win with the Bears was a year ago this month against dot 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 New England. The New England Patriots. That's right. <laughs> Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Thank you. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Yeah, I think the t- person to talk to is uh, the owner, uh, as as opposed to the coach. You know, because if I had the opportunity, if Robert Kraft came on the show, I would ask him how important is it for Bill Belichick to break Don Shula's all-time victory mark as the head coach of the Patriots. That, that's what I would want to ask him. Because he might say, you know, it's very important, but it's also important that, uh, you know, we're a competitive team. Uh, are you a competitive team is what I would ask him. So I, I, would, I would go where, you know, maybe I don't start there, but I would certainly go there. And I'd like to find the, you know, what's his compass? Where, where is it pointing on what he thinks the future of this team is? As far as asking Belichick today, man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, I, I, I think even if you ask, like, how, how can you fix what's, what's wrong with this team? Because if I say, can you fix it? He's going to go, yeah, we can. Uh, you know, your quarterback play, how do you make him better? I got to get him talking. Uh, how would you assess the talent the Patriots have offensively compared to everybody else in your own division? I got to get him talking. Because if you give him a chance to say yes or no, then he'll say yes or no. Yes, Eden. Sometimes you'll like uh, break this question out more, I think, like tongue-in-cheek, but maybe it would work really well in this quest- in this scenario is if you ask Bill Belichick, uh, how much fun are you having coaching? Oh. That's kind of the way. How much fun are you having? Yes. And I did think if you, it, that'd be the only way I could broach this topic. Because he seems pained by this. He's not enjoying this. So, I mean, you can't say, how's morale? But how much fun are you having? How, how much are you enjoying being a head coach still? Now, he can just blow you off. He doesn't have to really give you any answer. You can just say, oh, I'm having a great time. Yes, Todd. What if you said, in spite of all of your success, Coach, and all the Super Bowls, what would you say to those who consider you on the hot seat right now? <laughs> He'll probably mumble something incoherent that with the two-word answer. That's not going to really answer. But, but I don't think that's a terrible way, an insensitive way to ask that. I, I'm agreeing with Fritzy here. I, I'm, I'm on board with you. I mean, I would love for you to be the one asking the question. Why be there if you're not going to ask that kind of question? Can what do you, you think? What do you think about the next game? You can you zoom in? Can we get Fritzy to zoom in to the press conference here? Division has gotten a lot better, other than the Jets. How are you going to catch up to the Bills and Dolphins? What are you going to ask? You got to uh, ask Yeah, uh, I like that. We're like the whole point is to like subtly get around. Like, can you ask him this? And Todd is like, you should just hit him over the head with it. <laughs> Either bring it up or don't. Uh, Todd, around Todd Fritz, Dan Patrick Show. Uh, coach, I have a question. You're going to get fired? Are you going to last the season? How many weeks do you think you got left, Coach? Todd's the most vague and non-direct guy I ever met. And here he is putting a hammer It's down. a lot easier to say it in the Milford Studios here than if I had to say it in front of my colleagues and staring at Coach. There's no way you could get through the question. Doubt it. Can no, we don't. send Todd there for next week and have him ask that exact question? Who do the Patriots play this week? How do we get Todd into a press conference so he can ask that exact question phrased exactly that way? Yes, Paul. They host the Saints. Okay. Uh, check the line. Okay. Well, that would be... Todd Fritz. Uh, Todd Fritz, Dan Patrick Show. In spite of all your success and all your Super Bowl <laughs> victories, what would you say to those who consider you on the hot seat right now? Could you ask that question, Todd, if I send you to Belichick's press conference? I would ask that. If I can get on stage and sing Hall and Oates at a concert and do some very bad comedy in New York and L.A., I can ask that question, and he could shut me down and then get mad, and then he leaves, and then all of my colleagues are pissed off because the, now the whole press conference is over because I set him off. All right. But I, I wouldn't have a problem. If with you that. go to New England next uh, Wednesday, I think I could get you back on stage with Darius Rucker. <laughs> wow. And this time you're singing Billy Joel. That's pretty hot. Okay. <sighs> It's pretty hot. It's a pretty hot idea. I'm excited about that. Not hot like what, what do you I mean? Say hot. What do you mean that's hot? 
The idea of seeing a couple of or one Billy Joel song is, is, is hot in concert. Yeah, to me that's hot. That's cool. It's hot and cool at the same time. Yes, Marvin. It's still rock and roll to me. Yeah, no, okay. no. Damn it. Now <laughs> it's still real to me. So whenever Cian says that's hot, it's usually to something you know really ridiculous. Like, oh, you know, we might have Dan Orlowski on the show. Hot. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> I don't know what in the blue hell that was. It's rubbing off on me. Uh, yes, Paul. If Fritzy asked that question, the reward would have to be even bigger. I, I would, I would get Jennifer Love Hewitt to call you, Fritzy, personally. I think he'd rather sing Billy Joel. Ooh, are you always going to say, "I don't listen to that"? That's silly. Okay, what, what's hotter, singing Billy Joel or have Jennifer Love Hewitt call you? Wow, I'm going to have to give the edge to Jennifer Love Hewitt as much as I enjoy Billy Joel. And if it's a song from Glass Houses, my yeah, but album. nobody's going to be able to see that or hear that. That's just going to be something private where. You're going to be up there singing Billy Joel. Yeah, but when it comes to Jennifer Love Hewitt, I have a soft spot for Jennifer Love Hewitt. Is she a one seed? I'm going to say yes to that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say yes to that. Oh, we're yeah. the best show. What the hell happened? That's great. It started with Michael K. 18 is enough. Shout out to Adam Rich. What? Who's that? Yeah, nobody nobody knows. Nobody knows that reference. What is eight, What is eight is enough? It's a show. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Nineteen seventy-five TV. It's show a day. You know, Fritzy's uh, sweet spot here is Wheelhouse. Something in the se- late seventies, early eighties. It was like Mork and Mindy, Happy Days, yeah. Lunch, Shirley, and Eight is enough. What do you, what do you not understand? What do you not know? Nineteen seventy-seven to nineteen eighty-one. There was a show called Eight is, eight is Enough. And Barney Miller came on. Come on, get with the program. <laughs> do we have a poll question? I think we got to stick with, uh, well, one, I know for sure. Does Todd need to go to the Patriots game and no. ask Bill Belichick that question, yes or no? Could he get in as a member of the media? That would probably. Now, see, we've already blown our cover. Yeah. Uh, the PR department with the Patriots, they're probably going to know. Todd's coming in, and he's going to ask this question. And I've dealt with them for like 30 years. They're really, really nice. But now that they may know what the question is that I'll be asking, they They don't get us any guests, but they're very nice <laughs> they when are. they tell us. How many us. Patriots have we had on in the last 30 years? Yeah. I, uh, I think we had Edelman on a couple of times. I think so. Yeah. That, I'm not even sure if that was through the Patriots. There was some book came out. Yeah. or something. Yeah. And <laughs> while he was recovering from injury. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he was recovering from surgery. Uh, or maybe it was a TV show. I don't know. But, yeah, the Patriots are very nice when they tell you that no Patriots are available. We appreciate your interest in the New England Patriots organization. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's regroup here. Let's take a break. Okay. Come on now. Here we go. Let's go. We'll We'll stick. We'll stick. All right, right, a little bit. Two, three, two, three. All right, here we go. Um, We'll take a break. Play of the Day is up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Oh my God. The play, the play, the play of the day. Runner left side, got it! I'm going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. A wind up from Gosman. And the 3-1 pitch, a swing and a fly ball. Right center field deep, Springer back. He will turn back and goes. Gone! Unbelievable! Royce Lewis, welcome to October Baseball. Two at bats, two home runs. This kid is amazing. It is Courtesy of Treasure Island Baseball Network, Royce Lewis, third player in baseball history to homer in each of his first two postseason plate appearances. Evan Longoria, who's still playing, he did it for the Rays, and Gary Gaetti in 1987 for the Twins. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by the great folks at Kings Hawaiian. They want you to get together with friends and family and football and have a slider Sunday. Make every Sunday a slider Sunday. Paulie, you have an update on Bill Belichick's press conference. Yeah, Bill Belichick has to talk to the media every Wednesday for at least 15 minutes. He was running about 10 minutes late. Mm. So he walked in there and just gave a quick mumble. Sorry for holding you up. So uh-huh, okay. It's still ongoing. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Reagan in Texas. Hey, Reagan. Thanks for taking my call, Dan. Yeah. Uh, first time, long time. Mm-hmm. Six foot, 227. Uh, listening to that last segment took me back to the 70s uh, and uh, thinking of Fritzy uh, and the offers that were being put on the table. It reminded me of the final scene in Smokey and the Bandit when uh, Burt Reynolds and, uh, and the team pulled into the racetrack and Big Enos Burdett says, how about a run to Boston for some clam chowder? And uh, that's what I was thinking of Fritzy sitting in that red Cadillac, taking off to go sing to uh, Darius Rucker or take a call from Jennifer Love Hewitt. All right. Well, thank you, Reagan. Reagan had never called in, and he called in. You spurred him on. Call in. Smoking the Bandit reference. Nice. Yeah, great. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, another 70s reference there. Fine film, though. Is it? Oh. Smoking. Is it? I think at the time when you're like nine, Smoking the Bandit's the oh, greatest movie okay. you've ever seen. All right, all right. Burt Reynolds was like a hero. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Curtis in Illinois. Hi, Curtis. Born DP. First time, long time. A soft, soft 210, 510. Soft. Hoping to get some advice from you. Uh, my wife recently joined the workforce again after taking care of our kids for nine years, and I have Wednesdays off, which we used to kind of enjoy together, but now I am all by myself for the majority of the day. So how much fun and or how much money am I allowed to spend while she's at work? <laughs> well, well, don't put that on me. I mean... You know, I don't want you to say to your wife, hey, um, I bought a boat. Dan Patrick said it was okay. You ever heard of DraftKings, honey? <laughs> Funny thing. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't have to go anywhere and I can gamble. Uh, and, and I haven't won any, but, uh, you know, I haven't lost that much. Yes, Paulie. You have to buy something that appears to be for the both of you. So mm. if you buy yourself a boat, say, we have a boat. I can't wait to take you and the kids out. <laughs> We bought a new whatever mm. SUV mm. Mm-hmm. for us to go camping. <laughs> whatever. We bought a new Winnebago. Yes. <laughs> more time for us, baby. Use more time for us. As a, yeah. 
Uh, Todd in North Carolina. Hi, Todd. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. I hadn't called in in a while, but those last two segments, I just had to call in. I mean, I'm just dying laughing here, driving, people looking at me like I'm insane. But the fact that y'all have not won a sports Emmy by now, I think it's just pure <laughs> criminal. Pure criminal. Well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else sees it that way. It's still better for our brand if we don't win a sports Emmy. Because once we do, then you'll be like, no, uh, they're like everybody else. No. Pardon the interruption in Sports Center. What, winners? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, Patriots are trading for cornerback J.C. Jackson from the Chargers. They're reuniting. Uh, okay. This is back where it started. J.C. Jackson was a big signing by the Chargers, and then all of a sudden, now the Patriots want him back. Hmm, interesting. Doesn't sound like good news for uh, Christian Gonzalez, huh? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he got injured. That doesn't sound good. Yeah. Rookie corner. He's good. He's doing well. Yeah, he's good. Jace in Utah. Hi, Jace. So I've only been listening to this show about a year now. Tyler's helped get me on before. Shout out. I have nine inch hands. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Thank you, Jace. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> Thank you, Jace. Yeah. This one from Sunday is worthy. I would love that reggae version, please, and thank oh, you. Oh, Christian okay. McCaffrey became the first player in franchise history with 100 scrimmage yards and one touchdown in each of his first four games. Oh, and by the way, he's also the first player to score three touchdowns and a half. Bang, bang, nine a game. Suck it, Fritzy. Twiddle is the name of the band. Stat of the day, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, Sean in Indiana. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How you guys doing? Great, Sean. Good. Uh, I'm feeling better than I was. Uh, woke up as part of the Impaired Listeners Club today. Woke up with some vertigo. The room was spinning, but finally about to head into work now. Uh, but been a long time coming. Went away in on the Crappensburg State mascot. Okay. So I know y'all like to keep it classy on the Dan Patrick show. So my thought is they need to be the Crappensburg State Colonels. You can do that with a C or a K. And then you need to have a corn kernel and dress him like Mr. Peanut. All right. Thank you, Sean. Keep it classy. Sean, who was suffering from vertigo, still found time to call us up this morning. Yes, Paul. What exactly is vertigo? Is that more dizziness or illness? Like where you feel you're sick or you feel you're dizzy? Well, I think that you can get nauseous okay. by, by being dizzy. I've never had vertigo. Um, I've, I've, you know, heard from people who've had it, and they always say, "Oh, you don't want this." Yeah. No, there's a lot of things I don't want. Like, who would want vertigo? Like, man, that'd be cool to just spin around. It's like you, like you can't stand. You yeah. know? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, vertigo is the sensation of feeling off balance when you're perfectly in balance. Uh, similar to a dizzy spell, but it's often caused by either inner ear problem or infection, mm. or it could be more chronic. Laura in Boston. Hi, Laura. Hey, gentlemen and Todd. Um, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to. Um, I just saw you earlier on Purple Book Talk, and that was awesome. And I also had been wanting to tell you for a while. I listened to you on part of my tape, and you, it was just a great interview. And congratulations, Stephen. And my question is, I have two. One, are you ever going to be in Boston or near Boston for your book signing? And are you ever going to make women sizes in your T-shirts? I'd love to wear so many. I'm tired of buying them for my husband and brother. I'd like to wear them. Okay. And, and why can't you wear the T-shirts? The men's small is too big. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take that under advisement here, Laura, and I can talk to the uh, person who heads up our quality control. Seton? Yeah, it's a, a tricky topic. It's been a little bit of a losing battle for us, mm. um, but maybe we can revisit that. Yeah, because we have to make enough and be able to sell those, and then, you know, it's more of the supply and demand. Uh, I, I'm not going to do a book signing in Boston. At least I don't have that planned right now. 
but uh, if you do buy the book, I did say this. If you give the packaging and uh, you know the proper postal, if uh, you you send it in, then I'll send it back to you. But just make sure that you have the proper packaging to be able to have it sent back. Yes, Todd. If you were to do a book signing in Boston, what would your uh, would you do a Boston accent as you're <laughs> saying hi and no, signing why, things? No, why would I do that? I think that would be hilarious. No. Oh, Dan, I'm a big fan. Thanks for signing. And then you do your, some kind of Boston. I'm not going to even try that. Yeah, Marv. No, because we just talked about we crapped all over Boston the, accents. The, the departed. Yeah. Let, like, let me hear your Boston accent. Packed a cat in Boston at Fenway. That's terrible. No. Yes, oh, and now thinking about it, I hate I am not a cop. I hate it so much. Southie. Southie. Even when you hear it in a movie, it doesn't sound good. It sounds like it's overdone. No, I would just go up there and just be my charming self. I got a number. How you like them apples? <laughs> we'll check in with the Patriots. Also, Robert Griffin Jr. the third will stop by as well. Got a busy second hour. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices... You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 